Hello friends, welcome to Sip Tea with Allie. Today I thought it would be a good idea to talk about love because it's Valentine's Day. So, love. What does it mean to love? What does it mean to show someone that you care about them? How to value being single? How to just learn to love the moments that you're in and live for God in the present moment without having to dwell on the past or constantly think about the future. Because as somebody who wants to ultimately be a stay-at-home mom, Um, it's hard because you realize that, well, there's a lot of things that happen, have to happen before I even get to do that. If that is something God is really calling me to do. First of all, I got to meet a guy, the right guy specifically, right? And if things work out, I got to marry this guy, right? And if God wills it, God has to bring children to my husband and I. And, you know, I don't know if that's something he is going to will. We will see. This is all, like, up in the air because it's not something I know of yet. This is the future. And at the same time, like, as much as I want to, you know, fantasize about the future, wish I was in the future already At the same time I realized that I have to value where I am right now um, and I have to value who I am as a person and realize that there are values that I should have in place when it comes to qualities I look for in a lifelong partner but also realize that I as a person have these amazing qualities and have some pretty good values that I have that any person would like, especially the right person, the one. So it's all about realizing that you're not, if God is calling you to the married life, you're not going to be single forever. And I know that's every girl's fear at one point in their life as traumatic and unrealistic as it may seem they still have that moment where they're like man I'm gonna be single forever who could love me first of all the one thing I want to remind you is that you already are loved by God unconditionally and I know that sounds cheesy and I know you guys know that And you might not even need to be reminded of that. But it's still important to just realize that God is your valentine. You know what I mean? Like, he is your true love. You know, he will never love you um, like the same way that like a spouse could because he's going to love you a million times more than 
a spouse ever could, you know what I mean? So it's like, you really should realize that your relationship with God is much more important than your relationship with anybody else. Um, even like your future spouse, like that's important. And you really should find someone that helps you to draw closer to God, to love God deeply and strive towards sainthood. But that person shouldn't be, you know, the reason you're doing those things. Um, You know, you shouldn't be chasing after God just because you know he's going to give you what you want. You need to be chasing after him because we have to realize that he gave us everything we could ever need and more and we didn't deserve it but we're chasing after him because we want to prove that we love him and we need to show that through our actions it's not just about saying we love God it's about proving we love God think about how uh, Abraham was told to take his son Isaac up on a mountain and sacrifice him for the Lord. And he said yes. He said yes because he knew that as a servant of the Lord, it was his duty to do whatever the Lord wanted him to do even if that meant sacrificing his only son that he loved so dearly and that is you know you could take that and compare it to God sending his only son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for us because he loved us so much And he had to fulfill the old covenant with the new. How beautiful is that? Like, it came full circle, right? And I encourage you to just think about how much God loves you. Think about the passion in a very personal way. Because it really should be personal, You know, like God didn't just die for one specific person or group of individuals. You know, he didn't just come for, you know, the Jews. You know, he came for the Gentiles. I mean, this is, I'm studying um, St. Paul's letters right now. And he stresses this so, so many times because he's trying to, you know, teach the, um, Romans and the Ephesians and the Thessalonians and all these groups of individuals with different views, different opinions, um, that God came for everybody. And it it really is personal, you know? Um, and we should never doubt his love because we know he loves us because he died on the cross for us 
I've said that many times. I'm I'm sure you've heard that many times. But really just sit with that and think about that. If you are feeling lonely and sad that you are single or just are not in a season of your life that you hope to be in, um, maybe you're in a toxic relationship, maybe you're, you're, you're just trying to find ways to get out of it, um, maybe you are longing to go deeper into relationship, maybe you're not in a relationship but you want one and you just haven't met the right person yet and you're having a hard time seeing God's timing and being patient and willing to wait, I just encourage you to just step back and realize what it means to love. And to love really just means to give of yourself fully to another. And by doing that, you show that you love in a way that is deeper than just saying, I love you. You know, we don't have to have God saying that he loves us. Like he doesn't have to, you know, appear to us in a vision and say, I love you. Because sometimes actions speak louder than words. Sometimes a small little action can speak much, much louder than a thousand I love you's. And, you know... That's not something that I think a lot of us realize, you know. We can say I love you, but do we mean it when we say I love you? Can we prove that we love somebody, you know? Um, So I encourage you, prove to God that you truly do love him. Prove to those around you that they truly mean a lot to you and that you love them by serving them and treating them as if they were Jesus Christ himself, you know what I mean? Like, if you are in a situation where you have encountered a person that just really is getting on your nerves, you're not bonding with them, they might have done something um, bad, or they ha- maybe they treated you disrespectfully, something happened that made you just want to say something rude to this person or talk about them behind their back or just, I don't know, treat them poorly, whatever it may be, step back and just say, okay, is this how Jesus would want me to love? What would I do if Jesus was watching me right now? Would I say what I'm about to say? What if this person was Jesus in disguise? Those are just certain questions we can ask ourselves to kind of catch ourselves before we fall into a situation that we might regret that will show a person that we don't love them when we really should be trying to show others that we love them, you know? I think that can be really hard when it comes to family because at one point or another, we are going to butt heads with our family or even friends, you know, people that we spend a lot of time with that we, you know, that we just feel like we can be ourselves around. We tend to let loose sometimes a little too much 
And that gives us this ability to to get upset with people and have strong emotions that we take out on people and to not hold back because we think, okay, this person's going to love me no matter what, which means it doesn't matter if I yell at them right now. But in reality, is that really how we should be acting? No. Is it something that we are all going to do at one point or another and we can't quite avoid? Yes, it's going to happen. If it hasn't already, it's happened to me. I know it's happened to pretty much everybody at one point or another in, in their life, like, except Jesus and Mary. Like, they never, I'm sure they never did anything like that. Um, but that's just all the more, it's just another reason, I guess. It's just, man, I'm, I'm struggling with words, guys. It's all the more reason to take Mary and Jesus as these examples, these living examples of what it means to love and to serve. Um, it's that fiat, which is my, it's just my favorite thing to say fiat um because it's saying that will be done right and you can notice this oh I love this thing um but you can notice this parallelism between when Mary says yes at the Annunciation and when Jesus says yes in the agony of the garden um the the Latin translations for those two um, are somewhat similar to one another. Um, and it's truly beautiful to see that because Jesus had that moment of doubt and fear and anxiety and he just was scared and he was doubtful in a way. He was like, why does this have to happen, you know? And we've had many of those moments. He felt that in the agony of the garden for just a moment. And it hurt. It hurt deeply. Feeling like he was just almost abandoned. And that there was nothing he can do. And he had his fiat moment where he said, thy will be done, right? May it be done. Um, and that moment right there just shows deep love. And if we learn to say fiat, if we learn to say yes, thy will be done, Lord, to everything and everyone, despite the circumstances and how hard it is, we will start finding our our heart is growing in ways that we didn't think it could before. It truly, truly, truly shows that Love can transform who people are and can help them to draw closer to the Lord in ways that they might not have thought before if they let 
love into their hearts, if they let truth into their hearts. And that can be hard when you are just doubting, you're in a season of waiting, you have these just kind of little dreams in your head about how you want your life to be. It's hard to just, you know, see purpose in what you're going through and where you're at right now. But I'm telling you, like, just learning what it means to love and using Jesus and Mary as those perfect examples of love you will learn to just love everyone and everything and every circumstance in your life, no matter how difficult or even how unnecessary it seems. Like, you'll start loving everything. Um, Love is a very powerful thing. And, man, there's that verse that says, it talks about how hope and love and and all those things faith hope and love are really really important but above all love love is the most important thing if you don't if you're kind to someone you do something nice for someone but you didn't do it out of love it it's it means nothing if you are humble and you are not loving the lord or loving others, that humility isn't really humility, right? It's not pushing you to go and grow in virtue. Like, that humility is just small. It's it's non-existent. Um, And St. Paul has an amazing point, because if you do these things and you try to have, you know, all these good traits and qualities and obtain all these virtues but if you're not doing it all with love and with good intentions it's going to waste it means nothing it's not helping you grow it's not doing anything for you or anybody else if you don't have love while doing it it's so important like think about how important it is to have hope in the Lord and have faith in the Lord and how important those virtues are. But above those virtues, far above those virtues, is love. If we don't prove that we love God, how is he going to believe us when we say we love him? That's why actions can speak louder than words um not only do you have to say fiat you know may it be done you have to go through with it and show that you love show that you care through you know actions of charity through being kind and loving to everyone you meet and It's interesting to think how, like, Valentine's Day is just... It's all about this consumerism culture that is very sensual and all about kind of fake, shallow love. 
and here I am thinking about, okay, what does love mean to me as I was feeling quite sad and lonely that I am not spending my Valentine's Day with someone, you know, me being single, like how, I was kind of like, how can I rejoice in this moment? How can I find, I guess, just joy and appreciate this moment when it's not how I want it to be? It's just kind of funny to think about how, is this really all that great, you know? It's just all about consumerism and that sensuality I was talking about. Um, Sure, it's great to buy something for someone or to say I love you, give someone a hug or a kiss, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, that's something that we as human beings should be doing for those that we love. Um, Why does it have to be on one day? A year, like I know it's on St. Valentine's feast day, so it makes sense traditionally in the liturgical calendar that we are reminded about what it means to love. Um, You know, St. Valentine is a martyr. He's this perfect form of, of love. He's a great example of what it means to love. He laid down his life because he loved the, the Lord. So it's beautiful to think about that because that's really what Valentine's Day is about. Just use God and Mary and St. Valentine as these examples and these guides on what it means to love. And St. Paul writes about that beautifully when he says that if you don't have love, if you don't have charity, you know, faith, hope, all these, all these things mean nothing all those good actions you've been doing and all these virtues you've been trying to obtain, they mean nothing. They're going to waste. And if you're not going the extra mile, then do you really love this person? Do you really love God? Um, And I know that I have lacked in those areas um, when it comes to God, when it comes to others. Because another thing too is When you love, it also means you are merciful. You are, not only are you merciful, but you're forgiving, you're loving, you're kind. When you learn what it means to love, all those virtues and good qualities become easier to obtain. um, Because we'll automatically think, okay, what are ways that I can show this person that I love them? Oh, by acting charitably, by being humble in this situation. Because sometimes another thing I've realized too is like showing someone that you love them means that you need to be silent sometimes. Sometimes you have to be silent in situations because that person needs to figure things out on their own. Sometimes it's, it's just not your time to speak up Sometimes you have to um, just let someone walk all over you. And again, I will have to make an episode about what it means to just, ha- I don't know, what that, what that verse really means. Because I feel like 
everybody has a certain opinion on it, but there's, I mean, the church teaches something very specific about, you know, turning the other cheek, right? That Bible verse. And how, in a way, it's very, very good. A lot of virtues can come from it, but there's it, there there comes a point where you just can't let someone walk all over you. You can't let them use you as a doormat, right? So, because that wouldn't be loving, you know? Like, it's not that they're not loving you. It's that you sometimes have to stand up for yourself and correct this person because you love them. Another thing, too, is that we have to realize that we are not, like, called to judge others because that's not showing that we love them. You know, sometimes we think that, okay, maybe if I carefully point out this person's fault, I will be helping them. It'll show that I love them, but that's not our job. That's not our duty. Unless they ask you, hey, do I act like this? Please be honest with me. Then you can be honest with them. But don't just like if in a, if a situation comes up and, you know, you think it might be a good time to say, man, you've been like this, 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 and this, and this, this, you know, to me. Like you've done this, this, and this, and this, and, you know, all those things. Or you're like this in, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But I think you guys get what I'm trying to say. That's not really showing that you love them. (laughs) Um, Even if you think that you're doing it out of the kindness of your heart, people don't take those things lightly. It's not nice. I know I've done it before to people, and I realize, man, that's not right. I've had it happen to me before, and it hurts like heck. And it's not the right way to show that you love somebody, you know, correcting can be done in a healthy manner but only if that person really is like in dire need of a correction and you think that it's right to do so that you're really really doing it out of love you know parents do that really um parents do a lot of correcting and disciplining out of love and we don't understand that as children we're like well why can't i have this piece of chocolate it's always why 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 you're so mean. Why are, why are you like this? Um, for a really, really long time. But we realize that they do those things out of love. Um, and God does the same thing for us too. When we say, why, why aren't you letting me have this? You know, why don't I have a boyfriend? Why am I not able to accomplish X, Y, and Z? When we start doing why, asking why, and we're complaining, and we're not trusting that he has a good reason for that, for why we can't have a boyfriend right now, or um, why we can't accomplish this certain thing that we really want to, um, after we, like, say all those things, we have to realize that it's basically, like, we are complaining to our parents and we're asking them all these questions like we were when we were little kids. It's true. Like, I've done this before. I've noticed 
that there have been instances where I have asked God, God, why are you why are you allowing this to happen to me? Why am I going through X, Y, and Z? Why did this person walk out of my life? Why can't things be like how they used to? When I start asking all these questions, I'm basically doubting his discipline and his parenting skills, right? And that's not good. That's not good at all um, because he's, he's a father we can trust who does things because he loves us. He says no to things sometimes because he loves us. He's trying to protect us. And there's a reason for why we don't have certain things, you know? So that's another form of love is by saying no or protecting an individual or not correcting when we don't see fit, see it fit, right? Unless they ask or doing a charitable action to show another that we love them or going the extra mile all these things are ways of loving what it means to love but all of it goes to waste if we if we don't have good intentions if we're not really loving um if we're not having that form of deep self-sacrificial love called agape that Jesus possessed, that Mary possessed, that many great saints that were martyrs possessed because they ultimately laid down their lives out of love, out of charity. And love is more important than we realize. And I'm tired of it being this wishy-washy thing. I'm tired of it being something that people have to try to celebrate or try to make fit into all these boxes for everybody redefine what love means like all of that is just garbage it's all new agey it's it's these things that have been corrupting our society for a while now that have caused human beings to forget what it means to truly love but we have all the examples and more than we even deserve to have all these reasons to to love and to realize we are loved because we're loved unconditionally by god and he won't abandon us and Sometimes that just means that we have to go through certain things and go through seasons of waiting in order to grow stronger. And when we learn to love God more deeply, all those things that, you know, maybe were scaring us, worrying us about the future, things that we wanted, all of that starts to fall into place more because we're focused on his gaze on on heaven on facing upwards to the heights as blessed pure giorgio frasati stated if we're focused like that we'll we won't be worried about being liked by everybody or finding the perfect spouse all those things 
will fall into place. And I not, another thing I realized is I won't be liked by everybody. And I talked about that in my last episode about, you know, these surface level communities that are formed on social media platforms and how people just have forgotten about what it means to love and you know try to get people to like them but we're not supposed to be liked by everybody guys Jesus said so many times to his disciples that they were going to be hate because they were going to be hated because they they loved him because they were serving him because they were doing things in his name they were going to be hated and persecuted and they weren't going to be liked by everyone basically we are called to be like the apostles like the disciples and for that reason we're not going to be liked by everybody we don't have to be liked by everybody as long as we are still loving, still striving to love deeply and perfectly, striving for that agape type of love, none of that will matter. And I can I can just see a lot of people striving and healing and growing if they just truly learn what it means to love what it means to serve to have charity because that's what's important that's what I feel that God is trying to remind me this Valentine's Day it's not about the chocolate or the flowers or the boyfriends or all these things that us as girls want that we desire it's much more than that and we have all of these reasons to know that we're loved unconditionally you know who says that we have to have flowers or a box of chocolate or a teddy bear from a boy that we think is cute in order to feel loved you know we already are loved and we're loved much much more than a box of chocolate and some flowers from somebody could ever show so if you are finding yourself sad and lonely and struggling this valentine's day realize that God has a purpose for your singleness. He has a purpose for your loneliness, for whatever season of your life that you're going through. There's a reason for it. Rejoice in it. Maybe spend some time with God and sit with Him and chat with Him. And just sit with his love and with his mercy and know that he would do anything for you 
but sometimes that means not acting right away in order to show that he he loves us that he wants you to learn something and to grow i just hope and pray that you are all able to find that not just this valentine's day as cheesy as it sounds right like i just hope that you guys can find that every day i hope and pray that you guys can love deeply and know that you're loved deeply um i just think that that's really where healing begins is when we learn that we already are loved you know um i think at the heart of a lot of pain and grief and suffering in this world is this feeling of a lack of belonging or love and compassion but we already belong to someone we belong to god and he's a compassionate and merciful and loving father so when we were going through those seasons of not only waiting like I've was talking about, but seasons of grief and suffering and pain and loss and fear, he is even more present with us during those times because he knows that we need more love and we need more compassion. We need more mercy when we're struggling, when we're not always kind, when we're not always happy, when we're not always our best selves that are ready to love and smile at the face of every hardship that comes our way like he's with us in those moments and is trying to remind us that hey I'm over here I love you don't ever doubt that I don't I'm here to heal you, to help you, to love you, and I want to do that unconditionally. And he already has, and he will continue to do so, no matter what we stupid human beings do. And that is truly beautiful. That's something we should be rejoicing in, something we should be praising him for each and every day of our lives. And I think it's something we all forget all the time. You know, not even just like here and there, but I think so many of us forget this all the time. I know I do. Um, and I do think it hurts God when we say, I don't feel like I'm loved or I don't feel like I'm lonely. Like, I don't, not lonely. I don't feel like I belong. I feel lonely. Like, I think that hurts God because he's like, wait, I'm right here. I'm over here excuse me, do do you not see me, you know, um, I do think that hurts God, when we, when we say those things, when we think those things, when we believe those things, so I just hope and pray that we are all able to, to rejoice in these trials and in these times of loneliness whatever we're going through and embrace God 
embrace the truth, embrace the hardships, and just love and love deeply. Because charity is truly, truly one of the highest virtues anyone can possess. But it's not easy. It's not something we learn overnight. It's a battle we will all face. But it's something that is worth fighting for. You know, love is worth fighting for. Hope is worth fighting for. Hope is the best medicine, is what my counselor said to me. Um, just know that. Hold on to that. You know, love is one of the best types of medicine out there. It does much more than anything we could ever imagine. So, really, truly embrace God's love for you and share that love with others. I love you guys all. I want you all to just find that sense of love and belonging in the Lord. I will be praying that we might all feel that and not let our doubts get to us. And maybe treat yourself to your own little date or something. Eat some chocolate. Buy yourself some flowers. I don't know. Whatever it may be. Just know that there there's so many reasons to smile and to love today and every day. And that does not have to be a material good. It does not have to be quantifiable. Like <laughs> These are all things that we're going to forget someday. But those big moments in our life where somebody has done something kind for us, did a big favor for us, those are the things that we remember. It's not the material goods. and I mean, sometimes it can be, but it's not those things that we remember and we hold on to at the end of the day. It's those moments with of just big love that we remember. So I just, I don't know. I just feel that this Valentine's Day, God is really trying to remind me to, to learn to love deeper, to trust deeper, and realize that everything falls in place when, when I do so. And by loving him, he wants me to also love others and sometimes that gets hard and confusing and just not that great you know but I just I just know that at the end of the day it doesn't matter what happened, where we fell short, because God still loves us. You know, that doesn't mean that we don't have to go to confession or anything, but he still loves us. He loves us deeply. And I could tell you guys that a million times. And I think we would still all struggle to realize that. Um... I know I will, 
not I mean I am now but I know I still will so it's something that we just have to pray about and have to work towards and that's just that's just life you have to do that for anything and everything if you want to get a degree you gotta work for it you gotta earn it um if you want to get a raise you gotta work hard for it you gotta earn it um but you don't have to earn god's love you don't have to work hard for it but we will have to work hard in order to to get to heaven to strive towards sainthood but that becomes easier and easier the more that we love god the more that we embrace his love for us and his mercy for us and so i would like to ask saint therese of Lisieux and saint valentine to pray for us pray for us all to learn to love to love in a very deep self-sacrificial way where we are all able to find God in everything and we might rejoice at the sight of trials and struggles rejoice in the moments that God says no and that we might not act like little kids throwing a tantrum when he says no but realize that he's doing those things out of love for us i just pray that we are all able to find ways to grow in virtues this year whatever virtue that we might need to focus on i just pray that we might always hold charity in a high place and learn what it means to be charitable. I pray that we are able to strive towards sainthood and encourage others to do the same. Saint Therese of Lisieux and Saint Valentine pray for us. Dear friends, I hope that you have an amazing week, that you're able to find peace and serenity and hope and joy and all of those lovely, lovely feelings this week by recognizing how much God loves you how much he cares for you and he wants you to trust in him just embrace that love and share that love with everyone you meet and saint mother um teresa calcutta said love until it hurts with that I hope all of my lovely tea drinkers and spillers, that's what I want to call you guys, have a great week. Make sure to stay hydrated because we often forget to drink enough water and take care of ourselves. I don't know, I just thought I'd share that with you guys.